So I didn't have the Zoom like box up, so I was like, I was like, wait, why can't I see him before the clap? And I was, oh yeah. <laughs> but hey, welcome to the show. It's the freaking weekend. No, it's Tuesday, but I'm just. Hi. <laughs> Andre's being crazy right now. I've had like three twisted teas and a. Have you already? Yeah. Are you still like on a '96 or something? What do you mean? Like, are you still on like um? Do you guys not have to work today? No, I don't. Okay. I didn't get had to go. I had to go to the office today. See, being with the Navy and Marines, when I was with them, we would just call like breaks, like holiday weekends. We would just call them like ninety sixes and stuff like that. We would just say how many days it is by the numbers. Yeah, I'm I'm hometown recruiting, and I just did just didn't need me. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna do some laundry today and get. <laughs> <laughs> Because I have nothing better to do. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, so welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Yeah. Even though you didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Is your place out of order? So I don't want to say anything that's going to like dictate what time period I'm in right now. Yeah. I want to keep everyone in the loof. Even though the YouTube drama right now is hot and spicy and I love it. Ah, oh, I love it. <laughs> have you been following? No. Oh, bitch. Tati, Tati exposed everybody. Shane Dawson is trash. Jeffree Star is trash. We've been knew that. James oh. Charles. Okay. Yeah. Also trash, but he he deserves to be vindicated. But this episode isn't about makeup drama. This is about <laughs> a group of murderers. Yes. Ooh, I'm so excited about this one. I hope... I just want to say, I hope everyone is excited about these segments that we're doing. Like the serial killer, like... Black serial killer. Oh yeah, killers. BTW, this is a serial killer episode. Yeah. <laughs> Covering another black serial killer. Yeah, kind of. G- a group of... A group. Ma- well, it was, a what cult. Is, I I'll tell you what they are called later, and maybe you could edit the voice again to make me sound funny, because I thought that was hilarious. Like, <laughs> when I heard, I laughed so hard when I heard that, it made me chuckle. Now, would you call them serial killers, or like a mass murderers, or a spree killing? I would call it a spree killing... But then there are also cults doing sacrifices, pretty much, which is pretty. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with serial killer because they were specific, like targeting a specific type of person. Uh, but we'll get into top, it. You know, they were targeting specific people. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you said they weren't. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay, yeah, they okay. were. That's why kind of the lines kind of yes. blur. And they also did it. Like, there was one night where they did a bunch at once, and it's kind of like a mass murder type thing. But, like, I thought serial killers, they typically stay within their own race. I don't think they have to. I think it's just when it comes down to serial killers, it's always a pattern. Oh, have I said too much? <laughs> yeah, so before we get to that, I did. I, I thought about it last week about what I wanted to share for my tidbit. Because I just had such a shitty last week. I was telling Andre earlier, I felt like I had an ulcer because I was so stressed out about a lot of random shit that's been happening. But yeah, I think I want to share with everyone is that 
last year I started like my adventure in becoming a triathlete and because I've always done like a bunch of like half marathons and marathons and things like that and I feel like I needed to up the ante you know what I mean no I don't yeah I just wanted to do more and I eventually want to do an Ironman which is 140 miles of swim bike run but yeah I did my first like triathlon last august and it was kind of intimidating because the fact is black people we make up approximately one percent of the sport and it was it was like the other black is it like in america or like in as triathletes yeah okay just as triathletes and it was it it was when i looked at other black people we'd look at each other and like "Mm -hmm." oh yeah that's 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 a thing that's everywhere it's always like you (laughs) sorry i have a fun story about this (laughs) so i went to this concert and uh i I live in jersey i was in philly for this concert it was matt and kim matt and kim was like this great alt rock i know they love I, I love them so much. And this was like after her ACL injury. So her for her first performance after like her surgery and everything like that. So I'm there, whole crowd's white. Or I'm there with my friends. <laughs> I see this other black guy, like the only other black dude in the whole place. And we like do we like do the, 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 the nod. We give each other the nod. I see him again later. We do the nod. And then as I'm leaving, he stops me and say, bro, I just want to make sure you leave it out fine. We're the only black guys here. I just want to make sure you're good. I'm like, no, I appreciate it. I was looking for you too. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, dude. Yeah. So that's how it is. Black um, solidarity. <laughs> yeah. We just look at each other and we just know. But I do want to change like that, um, the sport of triathlons. Like I, I want to muck up the waters, I guess. I don't know. Like you know, however they see us in that thing. Like it's, it's intimidating. I've had a lot of conversations about being a black triathlete, but um, yeah, that's my tidbit for the day for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, do you want to start? start because this, for me. our next case is pretty chillin'. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but I, I no, you, you you went you took a yeah. We'll see how they react to that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I actually had no idea that like these events actually happen because they don't typically talk about like black serial killers or black um, cults. And I hope everyone finds this as interesting as I did. I'm assuming you found it pretty interesting. Who me? Yeah, you. Yeah, no, I did, and I what? I don't know if I want to call it a cult or not. But we'll talk about that later. We'll see, we'll see about that to the end. Okay. So go ahead. So nearly 46 years ago, for about seven months, San Francisco was ravaged by random killings. The fact of these killings is, was that there was something synonymous with all of the murders that happened. The targets, they were all white and they were done in an execution manner. Do you want to explain what an execution manner is? me yes do you want like a google definition or like like off the top of the dome off the top of the dome the execution to me would be like someone's on their hands and knees yes bitch but maybe like some type of cloth or a sack over there maybe a veil yeah over their head and then someone just standing lightly yeah stands over them and just like uh, unzips their pants Uh (laughs) (laughs) no yeah these were all done in an execution manner pretty much minus the veil but they're pretty much on their hand on their knees like just begging like don't fucking do this well most of them were yeah most some some were just like drive-bys yeah well the next case it it 
it does involve like nearly 15 people like yeah. being killed and they were being killed because of an initiation into the death angels was what they called themselves which i think is a black cult and it's not talked about so the death angels they were a group of men that went around and caused havoc in the city of san francisco their violent murders sent san francisco into like a frenzy causing fear amongst white people as if they're not afraid already but yes causing fear amongst white people (laughs) and ultimately racism against black people surprise surprise surprise, yeah but starting in october of 1973 murders began to happen and these events across san francisco san francisco pretty much caused people to panic and they stopped going out by themselves and started going out in numbers because people were scared. But not only that, they would only go out during the day because some of the murders like would happen at night, which I get it. I'd be scared too. Like, well, I guess I, I wish would've... people acted like this now with coronavirus, right? <laughs> the only coronavirus was a group of black men, right? <laughs> <laughs> People are really taking it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> or just tell them that they're allowed to go outside. And then they're just like, oh, what the fuck? I want to stay inside. Don't tell me that I need to stay out. I you're can't damned stay if you home. do, you're damned if you don't. Yeah. It's like a bunch of children. Whatever. But the San Francisco police, they started to notice a trend with all the murders going on. And they noticed that it was racially mo- motivated. And on a special radio uh, band, they called the band or the channel it's the z channel which the san francisco police department they eventually renamed the murders to the zebra murders yeah off of that radio but yeah very creative right wow (laughs) but (laughs) they got their best people on that one like huh what can we call them ah Zebras, zebra murders, black and, and also white. we'll get into like some of the things that ha- yeah I must say it, was, a- it seems it seems like kind of problematic. <laughs> yeah, but during this time though, I want to point out that it was in the seventies and the United States they were still going through like very high racial tensions as civil rights le- legit. I have to read that legit legislation. Melinda, my wife, she had to write this on the board behind me because I couldn't pronounce legislation. And then, yeah, when he tried to say it to me, I also fucked up what I couldn't <laughs> say But during this, like, finding jobs, funding for jobs, black colleges and inner-city houses, inner-city housing, inter-city housing was still an issue. I mean, it's still an issue today. But not only that, but during this time through civil rights advancement even though civil rights advancement had already taken place the black community was still frustrated as overall economic conditions didn't improve or improve like it was still shitty i mean i think it's still pretty shitty now but whatever so the next take the next steps of the san francisco police department was a complete violation of human rights i don't know if you're going to talk about this i was going to talk okay i won't i'll skip that but when Andre gets to it, what they did, it was so fucked up. And it was in the direction of the mayor at the time and the lead investigator at the time. But Andre, you could talk about that when you get It just really, really sucked. And it involved a specially printed zebra check card, almost like the immunity check card that we have now for the corona or whatever that's circle, like circling around. 
let's just say during this time, white America was pretty scared. I mean, I think there are a few handful of white Americans that are still scared, but let's move forward because blood pressure battle does not want to come out today. I might get another ulcer. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the waves of the killings because for like a few months, people were just getting murked. So now, <laughs> so now on October 19th, 1973, Richard Hugh and his wife, Cuita, I don't want to fuck up that name. It's Cuta. Cuta? Yeah, Cuta. So now they were just hanging out at a park in San Francisco and then they were kidnapped. Now these two were also newlyweds and I'm assuming they were just in a park doing what newlyweds do in a park, finding a, a secluded place to have sex. But they were kidnapped by... Or done it in a park. No, neither have I, but I plan on it. (laughs) 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 So now, these two were kidnapped and forced into the van by a group of black men. Now, Q Widow... I keep saying... I don't know I'm not saying that again. Just call her Q. Call her Q. (laughs) Now, Cuda was founded by two men and then nearly decapitated by a third man. Ooh. Yeah, he cut her in the neck so deep with a machete that he nearly decapitated her. In front of Richard, who they also began to hack and slash with the machete. Oof. But lucky for him, he was just left for dead and he didn't die. He survived. Now, like almost a week later, like a little over a week, uh, Frances Rose, a woman who was also repeatedly, you know, she was brutalized by a man who shot her multiple times as he blocked her vehicle as she was driving up. And they were connected, like these people were into, like the perpetrators were connected to that case first. And the uh this first assault, decapitation, and machete thing, they were linked to that like months later, like, like six months later. So they didn't know that yeah, so these two were like their first initial victims, yeah. but they didn't know that for like a good six months. So now, on November 9th, Robert Stockman, who was a clerk at Pacific Gas and Electric Company, was also assaulted by an armed man, but eventually during a fight, gained control and fired back. The attacker was later arrested and assaulted with the, you know, assault with deadly weapon. But he's not a, he's not part of the initial like four to five memory recovering. Now uh, another woman named Sammy, she's a 53 year old woman from Jordan. Uh, she was shot dead in a restroom at a grocery store that she worked at. Then on December 11th, Paul Dyke, an artist, was shot three times in the chest by a man who was preparing to make a telephone call to PlayStation. So he was just minding his business, walked by, and his dude shot him three times. Two days Damn. later, yeah, and it gets worse. Two days later, December 13th, the former mayor of San Francisco was at a gathering, like it's a big party. Mm-hmm. What'd he do? What'd he do? He didn't do shit, really. He was just hanging out at the party in his, in his black neighborhood, just discussing uh, government funding to a health clinic in the area, so something that would actually, like, help people. After the meeting ended, he went out and was just talking to two women on the curbside, and the dude walked out to him, shot him twice in the chest, and ran off. He survived. Ooh. Yeah, so these were, like, okay. point-blank, like, execution-style things. Uh, during that same evening, another, like, socialite, Francisco socialite, was also shot. Now, she was shot in the stomach, and it spun her around, and then she got shot again in the back, which killed her. And still ending out this year, on December 20th, Angela, 
was a 20-year-old college student and was shot three times in her apartment by two men. She survived, although one bullet did hit her in the neck. A janitor who was 81 years old was shot at the same evening walking back like to his home in the Bayview area. He died almost instantly from four gunshot wounds to the shoulder and the chest. December 22nd, two more victims died within six minutes of each other. Both shot, one near a shopping center and they're just shopping. And the other one was also just walking past and got shot in the face, neck and heart. Jesus. And then the last killing that happened was December 24th. And it was an unidentified homeless man who was, this might've been one of the worst ones. So they kidnapped this homeless guy took him back to their hideout, and then just proceeded to cut the shit out of him with a machete until he died, and it just chucked his body. Jesus, dude. And his remains were, like, found in uh, February, so almost, like, two months later. So, now, like you said, these murders caused a widespread panic in San Francisco, and people, like, you know, safety in numbers, not going out at night, and it just put... (laughs) Everyone is on high alert and made racial tensions even worse. Now, uh, one of the hit and run shootings, police found a, uh, what's it called? A round? Like a bullet casing? A casing? I was trying to figure out the, I was trying to figure out the, <laughs> the best word for it. Police found a 32, a 32 caliber pistol casing at all these different crime scenes. So that's how they kind of figured out. They're like, well, this is like their gun of choice right. really the only bit of evidence they actually had and then a special task force was set out to help find these people and that was the first wave of killing because this happens <laughs> of course several months do you think so now, like, if a- you're gonna kill someone like you would just like pick up your shells afterwards like your ca- casings afterwards and then no because you're just popping off or running like if ugh, I spend so many days out in the field shooting and having to pick up my breath afterwards it's hard or have a bucket Pick. on the side of your gun so that way it doesn't just fall out that way it ricochets so you'll be you'll be out there for a good minute looking for all those fucking shell cases because i had we had to do it whenever we get in a shooting yep we gotta search the whole that. area yeah and it's a bit like it takes a little bit yep yeah Fuck takes that. a minute so you know if you're just dashing and you know gunning and running you ain't really for brass yeah you're gonna spray that thing and then run So now, the second wave picked up between January and April. The killings resumed January 29th. I guess they had like a hiatus for the holidays. Five more victims were shot and four were fatal. Uh, Tina Smith was shot while going to the fabric store. Vincent Wolin was shot while walking home. John uh, Bamback was shot while collecting discarded bottles. Like just normal people just doing random things and just getting shot randomly. Yeah. Now, one woman named Roxanne, she was going to the laundromat. She got shot and uh, she didn't die. She was the one who survived out of this whole group of people. And she was shot in the spine and now lives the rest of her life out in a wheelchair, paralyzed from the neck down. And she actually testified at one of these, you know, perpetrators parole hearings years later, just to emphasize how much this like split second ruined her, her entire life. <laughs> because this- being paralyzed from the neck down is like kind of a bummer on your whole life. Yeah, dude. That makes well, you know, sense. until you acclimate to being in the bullet chair. But yeah, yeah, it's not not a fun time. Now, then in April, uh, two Salvation Army cadets were walking towards a Mayfield market two blocks away from the from the south. Uh, two blocks away from the Salvation Army officer school, uh, two black men just saw them, jumped them, and started firing. 
So now Thomas uh, Rainwater, 19, died and the story survived. And so how the fight occurred, they just jumped into and then just like pulled the one dude's shirt over his head and then shot two shots <laughs> at him and then shot the... Pulled his pants yeah, like it sounds, Yeah, it sounds <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> but he shot... Gotcha. And then, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Bang, bang. And I get it, like, Salvation Army, everyone hates the Salvation Army, but these two didn't deserve to get shot up. So, uh, and then after that happened, an immediate manhunt, because they, this was witnessed by two police officers. So, they got on the scene really quickly, and an initial manhunt, you know, happened, but they didn't find anybody. The two people, like, ran off fast as shit. And the police suspected that, oh, this is obviously, like, the zebra, like, zebra killers, they're striking again, because they also found the two shell casings on the ground of the 32 caliber gun. So they realized that this must be the same two people. Right. And then at that Easter Sunday, another Salvation Army merchant was killed. His name was Terry White. He was a 15-year-old student who was shot. That sucks. While he stood at a bus stop. Yeah. I was, hate when kids are getting, like, murdered. Kids die. That sucks. And that wasn't it. There's still more. On the evening of April 16th, 23-year-old Nelson Shields was also shot when he went to go pick up a rug from his friend's house uh shields was just driving this car along burning street and saw these two black men who stopped them and they shot him like with the same 32 caliber pistol that the right. police found yeah they came again to the safe on the same uh casings so now the new wave of murders on january 29th shocked the whole city and people like renewed their precautions during the first wave so again they thought everything was like shit was sweet <laughs> shit wasn't sweet shit was real sour so they're all on their toes again so much so that the police decided to take drastic measures inspector gus how do you say his last name Horosi? i just called him like the um just an inspector or like just call him inspector inspector gus so now he Gus-y. dedicated a genetic suspect like depiction like a very generic <laughs> yeah. suspect depiction for like what these people might look like and what they say the description <laughs> and it was <laughs> say it dude i want to see if it's the same one that i found i was just like what the fuck so a black man with a short afro and a narrow chest <laughs> like bro who it's between, the 70s yeah yeah but who's also between five six and six foot with a medium build yeah, it's that's like you're, yeah, you're, black you're black naming like Afros. almost every black man <laughs> yeah, in San like, Francisco. Like, how's this possible? It doesn't stop there, does it? You're naming me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now, the police and the mayor said, "Hey, you know, you see any black person who fits this build, you stop them, and you can f- legally frisk them and check them and interrogate them." legally so, and then like if they pass your little interrogation you give them a zebra check card so that other police officers know that you were already uh, stopped you check. check yeah um once now, again innocent black men are being stopped and interrogated for no fucking reason <laughs> now more than 500 black men were stopped by police during the first <sighs> so weekend of this program was <laughs> operations and my thing is this so let's say i am the zebra killer all i gotta do is take someone else's fucking card like, let me borrow that. Exactly. So, uh, let me borrow this, bro, so the cops don't bother me. I'll get right back. Bam. Now what? <laughs> I'll walk right by you. Right. Now, you know what's crazy? Ta- what? Was that during this time, the Zodiac Killer was um, active, and they knew that it, it was, was a white t- man, 
it was but, about tail end of that, yeah. He, they didn't go through the extreme measures and say, like, okay, let's look Stop for- Stop every white dude. Yeah, no. This was so racially motivated, like, I mean, I get the and murders were too, but then, like, whatever, Zodiac Killer, sorry. Everybody, yeah, it was yeah. a racist. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was trash. So the, the, the Zebra Check program provoked vocal and widespread criticism from black community, obviously. And however, Dr. Washington Garner, the first black member of the police commission, called the blacks to be understanding and exp. Because <laughs> 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 this is what he said that he's he wanted the blacks to be understanding of the circumstances. But it's like, no, <laughs> what, what the fuck, bro? Right? Like, what the fuck? So, so the policy was obviously at the time faced internal criticism. The officers for justice group led by the N. Oh, sorry. <laughs> led by the NOI, which is the Nation Islam Association, like described it as racist and, you know, just fucked up. And it filed a civil lawsuit by and through the NAACP and the ACLU, which got the whole thing, you know, ended because the Supreme Court said, hey, this is obviously unconstitutional, widespread profiling and racist. Yeah. So yeah, so those are the, like the waves, like the first two waves of murder. So why don't you go on into like the perpetrators and what you got? Yeah, so the Death Angels consisted of Jesse Lee Cooks, Larry Craig Green, Manuel Moore, JCX Simon. I think one of them was like eventually put into like a witness protection program, which I didn't list yet, but we'll get to that. They pretty much were responsible for the murders and the killings. I guess that's redundant, too. But it was actually believed that they murdered or they were responsible for over 70 people, like, or killing 70 people. Yeah. Although this was never confirmed. It was just a thought, like, they really thought that they were responsible for it. Eventually, they were caught because within this, within the Death Angels, there was a mole. And this fifth member of the Death Angels, his name was Anthony Harris, okay. which I will say he took a plea deal and testified testified against them, and he was yeah, he threw all he threw all he threw all their oh shit bro out. he's like fucking under the he has he's like but then he also but then he also like say that oh like I would just witness the shit yeah I wasn't part of it yeah. yes he was like I don't know I was just like watching I was like what hey no don't do that like what do you don't decapitate that woman oh my no, god oh my god what are you doing put that back on her put that back get some tape <laughs> wait no, what's that thing from Monsters Inc like put that right back where it came from help me <laughs> That's what happened. So help yeah. me. So help me. <laughs> Anthony was just like throwing these people under the bus. Um, he was like acquitted and he was placed into a protection program to help him protect like him and his new identity because I think he had a family. Um, his new identity was Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You think there were reverse white chicks? <laughs> like, what? What's going on? Um, March 15th of 1975 started one of the longest trials in San Francisco history at the time. Period, um, sis. Yeah, it yeah. Each of the members, they re- each of the members of the Death Angels received life in prison without parole, except one Jesse Lee Cooks, who was eligible for parole in 2013, and guess what? Do you think it was approved? No. No, you're right. It oh, was yay. Denied. Yeah, they denied I it. They denied more his alcohol. 
Their charges were first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit first-degree murder. That's what they were charged with. They're serving life in prison, except Anthony, Anthony's red ass, told on sitting pretty. He, the 6'9", the there's always a 6'9 in a group. Yeah, right? For all you don't know, that's Takashi69 who snitched on <laughs> his entire guy. The crazy thing is, is that there was little information about the case, more so about the murders, but like them yeah. as people, they weren't talked about. <laughs> and yeah. it was said that like they were just a radical sect of black Muslim black Muslims killing white people. It's something that this country is just not comfortable discussing or remembering. Well, there was a catalyst. Like, the initial killing that started the whole thing. Did you read about that? No. Ooh, bitch, I got tea. Hold on. (laughs) So. I want it sweetened, too. Not too sweet, though. Not too sweet. Okay, so now here's the tea, the catalyst that kind of started the whole murderings. At least on their part is what they said. So now on... January 25th, 1974, a group of black men were driving in a van selling fish door to door as part of the Nation of Islam's, like, one of their businesses. They were door to door fish salesmen. I don't know. It wasn't 70s. I would never buy fish out of anybody's van who just pulled up to my house. <laughs> it's not how I roll. So now, <laughs> once they report. Well, they're in San Francisco, so I mean, I think. I don't care. It's right on the coast. Nope. I don't want it in a van. <laughs> I mean, I would take candy from people, so I would not do that either. <laughs> so, is it vegan? So they're going door to door and just selling their fish, and they got pulled over by a cop. So they were upset because they felt like there was really no reason for them to get pulled over, and a physical altercation happened during a fight among like one of the you know black men. His name was Larry Three X Crosby. I'm assuming his name was Three X because he was big as shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So he was able to disarm one of the officers, got his gun out, and started like the pistol whip him. So he started to beat the cop with his gun and then threw it and ran. So as he's running, the other officer pulled out his gun and shot Larry in the back, paralyzing him for like the rest of his life. Damn. So now fury ensued within the subsequent days, and an enormous protest was held at a mosque where Harris, Green, Simmons, Cooks, and Moore, who were the zebra killers and the members of the Death Angels, all went to. It had been later revealed that uh, the police had been ordered to profile black Muslims and generate a cause for arrest, adding to the outrage. So they're already pissed about all of this bullshit that's happening. So now two years after that rally, Simmons and Moore drove around San Francisco shooting white people randomly. They started shooting people. And Harris, who testified, he said that Simmons and Moore that night, oh, this is Anthony Harris. Right. He testified and said that Simmons and Moore that night told police that the two thought it would been like, it was justified. Like, you shot one of our guys and we're targeting us. Now we're targeting your people. Three months later, on April 19th, 1974, the three black Muslim men were charged with, you know, murdering these couple people and shooting stuff like that. And during one of their hearings, uh, it was his name, Larry, said that this, you know, this is the cause and effect. Like, he's the one who really, like, linked the two together. And no one took him seriously until a Sun reporter wrote a whole article about it, linking the two incidents together by cause and effect. So I, what I believe, I believe that story that, you know, 
they were upset over one of their people being shot and them being right. targeted and they thought it was like an eye for an eye kind of situation which isn't right <laughs> at all or justifiable but i think that's the plausible route that happened you know yeah but i don't think they just did it out of malice i think they were already kind of radical people who just used that as an excuse to yeah yeah and they used that as an excuse to go on a bunch of spree killings i just think it's crazy that like compared to the zodiac killer um, the Zodiac Killer had over like 600,000 books written about them because we don't know if he or she, he, I think they said it's a male, but like there's over 600,000 books uh, about the Zodiac Killer, whereas the Death yeah. Angels, there's less than 10 books. Like, cause I was trying to find like a lot of information about them and just the case itself. There's just uh, not a lot out there. No. And like not even documentaries. I tried to like research each of the members of the death angels and again like there is not much i i really do hope they find like more info about the case and i hope that like i i'm just curious about it like i wonder why it's like not highlighted i don't understand why it's like on the sideline um or these types of cases because they're really interesting because for a long time i think we thought it's only like white people that do this stuff but well yeah Everyone's a murderer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what else info do you have? That's it. Uh, we can go to like the trial a little bit. So, the defendants obviously were Jesse Lee Cooks, Larry Craig Green, uh, Manuel Moore, and I don't know, J.C.X. Simmons. That's his name. Yeah. J. Period C. Period X. Period Simmons. Interesting. Whatever. So the trial started March 3rd, 1975. And the episode of the defense was to just discredit Anthony Harris as much as they could, which was unsuccessful because he had all the tea. Uh, he revealed that, you know, all the grisly details of the 12 days, during the 12 days of testimony, like he spilled out everything. Uh, the zebra team presented evidence of the, like, the 32 caliber ammunition that they found or recovered all these different murder scenes they also demonstrated the chain of ownership from the gun from one worker at this black shelf help moving storage where they got it from and it passed it along to these different people uh and then based on the testimony of over a hundred witnesses including harris there was eight thousand pages of total like eight thousand sorry i had my laptop i got excited <laughs> there were eight thousand pages worth of like transcripts that all like accumulated to, like large it was just a lot of a big How rap thick scene. is that like thick as shit so again <laughs> they had all this in front of them and so there was no way for them not to get convicted of third degree murder i mean first degree murder so yeah and in the aftermath uh yeah like you said everyone's just sitting in jail or dead other than fucking harris <laughs> He's hiding somewhere. There's no telling, like, where Harris is. I wonder if, like, did he have to sign, like, some type of, like, a gag order to not talk about who he is? Like, I would... What if he's, like, a neighbor? Gagging. What if we... My neighbors are racist, so... Oh. I doubt it. They're all Caucasian around here. (laughs) Okay, yeah. It's kind of diverse now, over here where I live. It's getting better. Kakalaki? Yeah. Well, the area that I'm in, I can't say backwoods North Kakalaki because I'm not mm. trying to drive around there, bro. Oh, and I do want, I do have like this one thing I want to talk about. Do I? No, never mind. I do it. Sure. Do it like, yeah, do it. Yeah, never mind. Cool. But 
you have anything else? I don't have anything else. Neither do I. Make sure you like, you know, subscribe, leave a review. That'd be nice. Uh, enjoy the music coming up. Don't know what it's going to be yet. <laughs> I'll do my best to make it fit. Uh, check out the links below. We have a merch store. Spooky Girl Summer. Everyone's loving that merch. Uh, but yeah, you know, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. I am Battle. That is Andre. Oh, I got so confused. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait, what's going goodbye. on? Bye. Bye, friends. Thanks for listening.